0: Hey guys, it's Ellen Olson-Brown with the Sun of My Face podcast. When we finished planting the tulip bulbs in the fall, um, we had bought a ton of them so that we could be a little picky about which ones we actually planted. And some of the tulips that arrived were like a little bit shriveled up and not so great looking, kind of like old garlic in the drawer. And some of them were actually moldy. And when we were done planting, where we wanted to have like our little displays of beautiful tulips, I took all of the junky ones and I planted them in this little patch of worked soil in the backyard where it would be very easy to plant them. The patches where we planted the tulips we were hoping would actually come up, we put little fences around to uh, try to convince the squirrels to leave them alone. And in this little patch of land where I planted like the reject tulips, um, I didn't put it, we didn't put a fence. It was kind of like, well, let's just see. We don't even know if these are going to come up, if they're any good, whatever. Well, they survived the squirrels because this spring, a, a bunch of them started to come up out of the ground. And it was kind of exciting. Like, oh, look at that little patch of tulips where we don't usually have tulips. And then one day we looked out there and... All of the green had been nibbled all the way down to the ground by bunnies. We thought we had outsmarted the squirrels. Maybe we did, but this time it was bunnies. And I thought about building some kind of barrier so that maybe the tulips would have a chance to come up out of the ground and have another try, but I didn't do that. And the bunnies just kept coming back and nibbling. And I was like, all right, fine, you can have them bunnies. And then one day I looked out and right at the end of the row, it was like nibble, 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 for probably like 18 inches. And then boop, one day there was one tulip and it was very small on like a four inch stem with a little red tulip at the top. And there was something so visually pleasing about it somehow I don't even know if it was like oh the tulip survivor that really meant the most to me but it just kind of like looked nice like like a lawn with like one tulip at the end of it almost like a drawing that a kid would make of like grass and then a tulip and something so hopeful and cheerful and like I'm a survivor about the tulip also adding to the joy of looking at it and then this morning (laughs) I was doing yoga and I looked out the back window because something caught my eye and it was red. And I was like, oh yeah, the tulip. And then I looked and I was like, wait a minute, the red is not at the top of the tulip stem. The red is on the ground. And I must confess that I had a little moment of bunny anger, which I'm sure it's not the last time this spring that I'm going to feel bunny anger because... So many bunnies in the yard. But to tell you the truth, it just felt absurd to me. Like I was kind of imagining, I know the bunnies are just doing their bunny thing, but I was kind of imagining like this little war inside nature. Not a war, but like a little tiff, a tiff uh, where the tulips were like, Oh, you think you're gonna get the best of me, bunnies? And then like, boom, almost like the tulips are like flipping the bird a little. Tulip comes up and is like, we win. And then the bunny comes back at night and is like, no, you don't. And I don't know, for some reason that totally made me laugh. So maybe it made you laugh too. Maybe something like that happened at your house. It's a bummer, but it's also hilarious. Okay, my recommendation is Have you ever had fried sage on top of something that is cheesy and delicious? So, you know, sage, like, you know, the plant, um, I made risotto yesterday and part of the recipe, you take sage, like, like if you bought a little herb container at this grocery store of sage, that would be just about enough. And you clean it and you pick all the little leaves off of the stock And then like you're a bunny destroying a tulip and then you chop up the sage kind of big, not very small. Like, like basically I took kind of like the length of the leaf and just like cut down the length, like chop, 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 like from the the very tip of the sage leaf, chop, 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 chop down to where it attaches. Probably about, I don't know, quarter inch, half an inch wide And then you heat up some olive oil and you literally fry the sage in the olive oil. And um, I I like to stick around while I do it because I have a tendency to burn things. So uh, once it starts to look kind of black or dark green, black would be too dark, but like dark green um, and looks a little bit crispy, you take it out and put it on some folded up paper towels to let the rest of the oil kind of drain away. And uh, I put it on top of just some butternut squash risotto that I made. So good. You know what? I bet it would al- I bet it would also be really good on like stuffing. You know how you put sage in stuffing. I wonder if it'd be good on top. What else would it be good on? I'm not sure it could be. oh, how about this? How about a turkey sandwich with? Whatever other lovely things you like to put in it, but also fried sage. Little bit of crisp, a little bit of sage flavor. Anyway, just a really good like little addition. I'm going to be looking for other recipes to add the sage to. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Bye!